And you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. And you have reached the Lisa and Jael podcast. Listen, I am coming to you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming at you. But listen, in a good way, in a good way. I am your cure to everything predictable. So people, let's go. everybody. I got to make sure I have that nice, rich alto tenor tone when I first come on and speak. How are you? Listen, thank God I'm a singer because, you know, I can make, I can make my speaking voice a little nice. Listen, it, it, it is Saturday and, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm coming to you with a couple of uploads today. And, um, this is, this segment is going to be called questions with Lisa J. Questions with Lisa J. You know, Lisa and Jael, Lisa J. And you know, so uh, now I'm just gonna get right into it. Okay, so I have some questions here asked by other people, and I'm going to give you my reply. I'm gonna read the question and give my reply. I'm not going to expound. I I, I think I want to make this a quick podcast. And um, if you have follow up questions, then you you can. Feel free to email me or DM me or inbox me or, uh, you know, whatever way works best for you. Call me and text me. And, you know, I do accept text messages too. Um, the number that is located on my website and my uh, Linktree page, that is my, um, I have a corporate number, which is the 516 number area code. And then I have the 646 number area code. That is my work cell. And um, I, I allow my consumers or my customers to have accessibility to this work cell because I want them to know that I'm interested in their concerns. I'm willing to address any issues should they arise immediately and they're just not a number so um i i'd appreciate if you do not call to ask me my bra size this is not (laughs) this is not (laughs) this is this is my work cell uh i do listen i but i i do talk (laughs) listen listen i uh i do accept um, all kinds of, uh, incoming calls. So even if you just want to talk, I'm here. It is okay. I prefer an appointment, but sometimes people, they, they just can't wait for an appointment and they need to speak with someone immediately. I am, um, 
both a therapist and counselor as well as a minister. So if in fact you need to know anything outside of my bra size, feel free to give me a call. Okay, so questions with Lisa J. How does loving someone work? How does loving someone work? That is the first question. This was my answer. Love, real love. Okay? God orchestrated love. Or he orchestrates love. And when he does so, it is not work. My son is home from work, so... <laughs> Uh, you might hear a little, um, you know, hustle and bustle in the background. So how does loving someone work? Love, and we're talking about real love. When God orchestrates real love, it is not work. It is never work. It's never work. Never. And I tell you why. He's a perfect God. And he knows what he is doing. When you let him choose your soulmate, it is never work. To say that it is work is directly implicating that he made a mistake and that he does not do all things well. He knows both parties better than they know themselves. He is creator. He knows what satisfies you in the bedroom. He knows what irks you. He knows what you like. He knows what you don't like. And, and he understands you. Now, there is a difference between real love and true love. Now, I know that in a lot of fairy tales and on television and in movies, they mention true love. But there is a difference. You see, when you find true love, which is a lot worse than real love. You see, real love is, is, the, is, is the perfect thing. That's the good thing. True love, yeah, you know, that's when you didn't seek God on your own behalf prior to executing a pursuit. So therefore, you married him or her. Now, it's workable, and I hate to say it, it's doable. But it's only true love. Which means it doesn't mean it can't be blessed. It just means this is not your soulmate. And thus you have made a commitment and now you must stick to it and make it work. Not saying that you can't be happy, but I am saying that it now will be work because you did not marry your soulmate. So what is true love? I, as I have just disclosed. But this is the problem with true love. See, with real love, it is factual. With true love, it is not. And this is what I mean by that. There's a difference between truth and facts. Facts is constant. It never changes. Truth changes with real time. The truth changes in real time. 
Today, I'm 200 pounds. In three months, I'll be 105 pounds. Now that doesn't negate the first statement. It doesn't negate the first, both are true, but in real time, it changed. So with true love, people change. With true love, the relationship changes. True love, I, I want to be with you today, not so tomorrow. So you see the problem. So be careful that you want be careful when you say you want to find true love. You don't want true love, you want real love. I, I, how that lady doing? <laughs> real love, baby, real love. <laughs> okay. And um, how does loving someone work? Well, you must be self-sacrificial and then karma will set in. So incorporating all of these things I've just disclosed, this is how loving someone works. By being self-sacrificial and then karma will set in. Seeking God in your pursuit and ladies waiting on God in your patience. That is my granddaughter <laughs> in the background. Maybe I should try to make her take a nap because it's, you know, it's kids need their rest. <laughs> but my son is home, so. But um, I'm going to keep going. Uh, let's see. The next question. How long should an engagement be? How long should the engagement be? So. The answer to this question, it depends on finances and other aspects like ready living arrangements, okay? It depends on finances and other aspects like ready living arrangements. Now the question, now he counted the question. He said, well, what if that's okay and that is in place? Then my answer was, it depends on space availability of the venue. Okay, so it depends on the space availability of the venue. And then he counter questioned again. He said, well, what if that's okay? <laughs> He's a very smart young man. He was a young guy. And I said, three months to give people time to make arrangements to get to your beautiful day. So, if all of the above is in order, or are in order, excuse me, three months is a good uh, time uh, frame as far as an engagement is concerned. To give people time to make arrangements to get to your beautiful day. Now, he countered questions again. These young people are a mess. Ha! <laughs> young guy why just three months ah that's a good question why just three months hmm. the, uh, just to refresh your memory about the original question was how long should an engagement be how long should an engagement be why just three months he's at he's asking because you don't need more time 
than that to know she is the one. Plus, you can't live without her. You're dying inside to share space with her. So three months is just fine. <laughs> Next question. Questions with Lisa J. Can engagement be broken if you're Jewish? Mm. Can an engagement be broken if you're Jewish? Now, this was coming from an, an older man. He, this is now he wasn't. I'm going to be honest because you know I I know I I know this man his spirit <laughs> his attitude. He was testing me. Now he you know it was a good question though because there there were other people on this particular call and uh, it was a good question. So can an engagement be broken if you're Jewish? This is my answer, and I'm going to read it verbatim. The answer is, especially if you are the guy, the answer is yes. Y-E-S. Let me explain before I get the whole community in a rustle, <laughs> in a fuss. You see, it's a sin to be unequally yoked. Okay, it is a sin to be unequally yoked. And I will explain what that means in another podcast because it requires some expounding. But you can Google the, the term. It is a sin to be unequally yoked. Okay. Should it be revealed? Okay, because she, now she, maybe she's not a bad person. So maybe this is just a reveal. But if this is not a good person for you, then it is an exposure. She, she, she got exposed something about her. You understand? She is not the one. Okay? Or, you're, or if you're not the one for her, vice versa. The engagement should be called off. This is serious. Because it is a covenant. And your covenant is going, it, 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 it is affecting the third and fourth generations. That is the Bible. That is Torah, it affects going the blessings and cursings affect or infect down to the third and fourth generation. That's Bible. So it should be called off. Should you have initiated your prayer life concerning the topic a little late and then got word up, oh, this is a mistake, it should be called off, regardless of how far into the preparation you are. I, <laughs> you love kids, guys, don't you? It's okay. You love kids. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to continue reading my answer. You should always check with God for approval on your soulmate. Check with God before executing your search. The book of Proverbs chapter 31 gives a beautiful blueprint on a detailed sketch of God's design for a wife and a mother. And with that being said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, you got to get my book. I have expounded on this. Listen, it's an ebook. You have to go to my website and get my book. Listen, 
It's a beautiful, beautiful, the wife, the mother, the hero. It's a beautiful, I hope I didn't get my own title wrong, but listen, it's a beautiful book. I break down Proverbs 31 line by line, guys, line by line. And I dig and I disclose, I expound, and I I encourage both parties, both parties, the male and the female. But listen, you have to get that book. The Proverbs 31, because I've been told that it's not so easy to interpret what God is trying to say, although some guesswork can be done. So I break it down very beautifully. You must get the book. So that is my answer to that question. The answer is yes. An engagement can be broken if you're Jewish. Because at the end of the day, okay, it is not your family members that are orchestrating your life. It is not them that you trust from day to day for your heart, for your welfare, for your well-being, for your family, for your children, for your future. It is God, and he knows all things. And it would be foolish to take into consideration that which a a family member has to input over the God who created you and her. So the answer is yes, it can be broken, the engagement under those circumstances. The last question I got from a particular person is, um, and this question was from a young person. He asked, how often should married couples have sex? How often should married couples have sex? And this is my answer. It's very brief. At least once every day, if your schedule permits and she is not sore. At least once a day, every day, if your schedule permits and she is not sore. Anything less than three times a week in a U.S. calendar is a poor marriage, not rich in happiness. Because sex in marriage is 95% of marriage and 5% communication. You can go three days without speaking to your spouse if you're angry, but if you're horny, then that moment hits, you can't go anywhere else but to your wife or to your husband. So it is very important that a happy sex life keeps a happy marriage. So the answer to his question is at least once a day, every day, and anything less than three times a week in a U.S. calendar is a poor marriage, okay? And this marriage is not rich in happiness. You find a couple who is not having sex, a married couple who is not having sex, then this is a poor marriage. They are in trouble and they are unhappy. The last part B to this question. How long does it take to have an orgasm? The question for from this particular from this particular young man was how long does it take to have an orgasm? Okay, so this is my answer. One, it depends on an arousal potency. Okay, it depends on arousal potency. 
how excited you are, how excited you not are. Okay. Two, it depends on if it's a quickie or you're making love. Okay. So it depends on if it's a quickie or making love. So the original question is how long does it take to have an orgasm? It depends on if it's a quickie or making love. Because making love is different from just sex, then the orgasm, okay, would be different. Not in, uh, it, it'd be different as, as far as time, time is concerned. The timing is concerned, okay? And three, it depends if there is a medical issue and if they're in need of a prescription like Viagra, okay? So it depends. Don't worry, my granddaughter's in the bed in my son's bedroom. <laughs> it depends if there is a medical issue and if the person is in need of a prescription like Viagra. So to answer his question, how long does it take to have an orgasm? These are my answers. It depends on and it depends on an arousal potency. It depends on if it's a quickie or making love. And it depends if there is a medical issue and if the person is in need of prescription like Viagra. Okay? So, it varies from case to case, from person to person. But these are the case scenarios that will affect how long it will take to have an orgasm. And that is it. This has been Alisa, a very interesting Lisa and Giles podcast. And I, I guess peace. <laughs> How do you end a podcast like this? <laughs> peace. <laughs> this has been Alisa and Jael's podcast. My people, my friends, my family. You all, God loves you. I love you. Peace. for joining Alisa and Giles podcast where my motto is you could always be a better version of who you were before you could always be a better version of who you were before